Hey guys, welcome back to Gaming Trend Podcast. This is Erica, your host, and today I'm joined with... The wonderful and magnificent and very cartoon-challenged John right now. Cartoon-challenged. I love it. Today's episode, we are actually going to talk about Adult Swim. Woo! Yeah, I, I grew up on Adult Swim. Love Adult Swim. Uh, but the reason we're talking about it today is Adult Swim is trending on Twitter. Really? After all this time? Holy crap. It's not for the reasons you think it would be. <laughs> Oh, no, really? Yeah. A Karen has finally discovered Adult Swim. Of course. <laughs> uh, 19 years too late, but she discovered it. Oh, her poor, poor little mind. <laughs> <laughs> so she took to Twitter. Really? She did. Like like, like everyone does. Yes. Uh, it, uh, oh, uh, oh. So let's read it. Oh, God. <laughs> Cartoon Network After Hours. They throw it in your face. They hope you aren't the kind of parents who monitors what your kids watch and do. They're busy conditioning them. What do you see here? I see witches abusing babies. This is not okay. This is not funny. Hashtag, these people are sick. Oh, she just needs to smoke a joint. <laughs> That's just it. And this is her second tweet. Oh, there's two. There's oh, no. two. There are two. Okay. Uh, never realized that the post from Adult Swim Cartoon Network was going to take off. After reading some comments, it's clear I hit a nerve. When darkness is exposed, the demons start panicking. Try to minimize you and your message. They can't stop what's coming. Oh. Karen, what's coming? Karen, what is coming, girl? No, there's Nothing. A, there's a reason why it comes on late at night. It's whenever... You are supposed to put your children to bed. That's why. Karen. Yes. Yes, Karen. Karen, why are your kids staying up late? Ma'am, Let, let's get to that, okay? Adult Swim, okay? It debuted in 2001. Adult Swim serves as a nighttime identity of Cartoon Network and was established as alternative programming during late night hours, Karen, when Cartoon Network's primary target audience, children, Ages between 7 and 15 would normally be sleeping. And again, this is between 7 p.m. till 4.30 a.m. Yeah, and that's... So, really Karen, girlfriend, what's going on? Why is your kid up watching TV? Why aren't they in bed? <laughs> See, this is the kind of person here that just recently discovered about Adult Swim. I wonder if she's ever clicked on regular over-the-air broadcast TV from back in my day. You know, at 2 a.m., when Flavor TV came on, you all got the <laughs> booty shaking, the booty shaking music videos of the day, just booty popping everywhere. Like, oh my God, she'd probably have a coronary over this. Like, it's freaking cartoons. That's all it is. I mean, I. Imagine if she turned on the computer one day and it's like, oh, look, porn. Oh, no. I know. I'm <laughs> like, ma'am, this show's been on for a minute. Like, I, I just don't understand how you could. How how did you just find out? How did you just find out? See, I have a theory behind all these things with Karens and all that. See, with the lockdown, they haven't been able to go out and yell at all these managers, so it's just building up inside them. So they're looking for anything to yell at. That's what it is. Like I can see that. Karen, it's just like it's cartoons. It's TV. Like, do you kids sit there and want sit there while you watch CSI where they're cut, you're cutting somebody open and cut and then being shot and trying to like, okay, how did this person die? Or how about like we'll go even further? We'll go to like in, like uh, what's that show that Ice Cube Ice T is on? Uh, uh, special Victims Unit. Yeah, Special Victims Unit, where he is kind of hilarious because every time something happens, 
it's like he's saying for the first time, it's like, does she actually sit there with her kids and watch all this? Where Ice T's just going, so you gotta get me straight here. This guy, he likes little girls, and then he kills them, and then shows them doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, is, is she okay with this? Or how about the news? Someone just got shot in Chicago. Yeah, you you really can't pick and choose. I mean, these parents that are complaining about these... I mean, let's be honest, they're creepy cartoons. They're cartoons that aren't meant for children. But they complain about them watching it, but then they sit them in front of crime TV. They sit them in front of news TV, which are even worse oh, than yeah. regular cartoons. Oh, but God, yes. Today's Adult Swim is completely different from our Adult Swim, the Adult Swim we grew up to. So uh, I kind of wanted to put in something just for, you know, just some kickback moments. All right, attention, swimmers. Or swimmer. Got some announcements to make here. Sundays at 10, it's all kids out of the pool for Adult Swim. Just to decide to go swimming whenever you want. That's when there will be new, count them new shows. New shows, home movies. Who went wee wee in my canteen? Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Look at my freaking car. A brag show. You fell. Um, your father and race were. But. Harvey Bergman, attorney at law. Z Lab 2021. You broke the monitor and you're dead. Happy. Cowboy Bebop. And Space Goes Coast to Coast. This is Willie Nelson. No kids under 17, though. So that's new, too. Sunday at 10. Adult Swim. On Cartoon Network. Okay, my memories are rolling right now. Yes, I loved the original Adult Swim commercial breaks. Those were, like, the best. Uh, I wish they would go back. I know that sometimes I've actually seen it, like, them use the old ones just for some, you know anniversary shots and whatnot uh but gosh some some of the best anime i've ever seen in my life were on adult swim that's how i discovered anime as a kid oh for uh, it's got a little bit but i got a little more into the mainstream because of it because just some of the shows were just amazing i mean trigun Big O, Tenchi Muyo, Outlaw Star, uh, Samurai Champloo, Lupin the Third, Cowboy Bebop, Fully Cooley. Uh, recently, they got Food Wars on there, which is rated TVMA for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on Netflix now, too. <laughs> it is. And uh, Pop Team Epic. Uh, so interesting. A lot of the voice actors that are in Food Wars are uh, like famous hentai voice actors. So it's just really funny. <laughs> Oh, but still, I remember um, like Tenshi Muyo and all the different variations of it. I remember watching all of those. Big O, like post-apocalyptic world. Oh my god, Giant yes. robots. Oh, that was the best thing ever. Trigun. I have the whole series on DVD. I mean, who doesn't love Trigun, honestly? I mean, Trigun and Big O were definitely like big anime moments for me. Uh, Tenshi Muyo, I mean... Hey, you gotta love that. You gotta love the harem. You know, it, did that get me into hentai? Who knows, right? Like, you know, who um, knows what's happening? <laughs> but actually, a fun thing with Adult Swim, with when Outlaw Star was showing on Adult Swim, um, there was one episode that was never shown. I bet there was. <laughs> oh yeah, they had to. Where you had, and pretty much, you can kind of tell there's like a little gap. It was towards the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, the one of the episodes they had to go to the uh, do this wonderful planet. Which was exactly like, if you watch Star Trek, it was exactly like how you think 
Planet Riza was the pleasure planet. <laughs> yeah, the, and pretty much you had all the women in one monast one monastery, mm -hmm. that, and he visits this other one that has all these old perverted guys. And in order for him to make the special caster rounds, he had to sneak into the all female one with a camera. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, there was a <laughs> a lot of animated uh, jumblies. Some of the greatest shows that were on Adult Swim in the very beginning. Let's go. Space goes coast to coast. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so they took a superhero from the 1960s, a Hanna-Barbera cartoon, and they made it into a talk show. Uh, it was amazing. They had a lot of good comedians, actors, actresses. It was incredibly weird, uh, but it made Adult Swim. It was like the Tonight Show with like a two Zoloff minimum. <laughs> That's what it was to me. <laughs> I loved Brack. Uh, they did a spinoff for the Brack show uh, where they took him, a former Space Ghost villain. Brack and Zorak live their lives in a sitcom form, which oh. is just super weird. But yes. it's a great show. Another great one, C-Lab 2021, where oh. they took the cartoon C-Lab from like 1960, 1950s, and it, they made it into this drama of an off-doomed aquatic colony and its personnel who hate each other. Oh, I remember one of the episodes where one of them decided to uh, make drugs and distribute to everybody and became the only dealer on there, even though there's only eight of them. I know, it's amazing. I mean... Uh, let's see, there's another episode where there's an invisible phantom coming that was eating people. So they decided to take Dolphin Boy, put him in a meat vest, and push him in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, the shows were incredible. I think one of my favorites, and again, one of the most iconic, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, that, that was so great in the beginning. It got kind of... I love Meatwad. Amazing. He's still Bay. I would, like, he's so innocent. I love him. Oh, but still you had Master Shake whenever he tried to become a superhero. Uh, and he was called the Drizzle. <laughs> it was just bad. But then he had Frylock with his little powers, and then you had the neighbor. It was just Carl. Carl oh. was amazing. Don't even Carl. Carl made that fucking show. <laughs> yes, he did. Like all the horrible things that happened to him, and they tried to help when he apparently oh got gosh. a flute that took him that drove tentacles through him and took him over and turned to a dancing, whistling elf. But he actually, went through. He went through a lot. <laughs> with actually, with Aquatine Hunger Force, I actually got to meet Dana Snyder. The voice That's of great. Master Shake. That's awesome. And then I know for Oblongs, you actually got to meet the original creator. Yes, Angus Oblong. Yes, uh, he's a character. Yes, he is. He wears clown makeup everywhere. So whenever you say clown makeup, I'm like, are we talking about OG clown or ICP clown? Take the insane clown posse and just make it more classical look. Okay, okay. So yeah. just somewhere in the middle. Oh, yeah, but, but all of his stuff was, like, the cartoon was amazing. He has no reason to bring it back because he doesn't want to. <laughs> like, it, it's insane. Uh, Metalocalypse, another great classic. <laughs> Metalheads love it. <laughs> the, the epic, over-the-top adventure of Deathlock, uh, the, the world's most successful death metal band. Uh, I think one of my favorite episodes is, like, when they summon, like, an ancient god and it just starts killing people. Yes. Uh, that was really good. I mean, all these episodes, I mean, just made my childhood. <laughs> oh, one, one of the Christmas episodes was hilarious. Like, so let's see if we get this right. We take something, kill it, and then put its corpse up and decorate it. That's the most yes. metal thing ever. <laughs> and it's a Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Boondocks. 
Oh my god. I mean, god. who who hates the Boondocks? Okay, it's based on the original comic strip Boondocks. Uh, two young brothers, Huey and Riley, move away from their bird city to leave with their grandpa out in the suburbs. With one brother being socially and politically motivated, and the younger brother being a stereotypical black youth who likes rap music and culture, etc., bring socio-political commentary issues when they meet a whole cast of crazy, exaggerated characters set in a mainly white middle upper class neighborhood. I love that one neighbor who was like self-loathing himself. Oh, Uncle kept- Ruckus. Yes! Oh my god, Uncle Ruckus is oh, fucking it, it, legit. It's Uncle Ruckus here. It's okay. It's okay. Please, here. I got my wallet right here and they shoot his wallet out of his hand. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> um, That's why I always carry a spare wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he did a flashback to when he slept with a white woman and he's like, I woke up in a cold sweat. But I felt amazing. But and then he's like, but it's like, oh, so what happened to her? And he's like, no decent white woman would be with a black man. And I'm like, okay, Uncle Ruckus. Like, <laughs> like, oh, we're oh gonna get demonetized for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of trivia with this one. After the first, when the pilot came out, um, the guys from Boondocks um, get, came on the, or brought on to Oprah. That's crazy. And she's showing part of the episode. Like, how is this funny? Like, and they just look at her, look at this thing. He's like. Well, it's true. <laughs> and they it's start laughing. Super, it's super racist, but at the same time, it's shit that happens every single day. Oh, it's like... Like, like the episode they have, um, like I was like, after Obama got elected. Yes. And, and then you have uh, Riley's like, oh, black man's in office. I'm going to act a fool. <laughs> <laughs> Another great one, Moral or Oh, it's my God. It's a parody of past religious geared animated shows starring Oral, an optimistic, God fearing youth in a world of cynicism. Oh my God! The dad that's the alcoholic and the mom that just doesn't want this just keeps drinking. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. His dad is a closeted gay man. Yes. Um, I mean, this show is just like absolutely crazy. Oral has to have some kind of learning disability. Like, this poor soul can just, like, he doesn't know how to function in reality. Uh, <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> oh, like the episode where he discovered hookers. <laughs> oh, but, you know, Stephanopoulos is hilarious with this. And uh, if anyone here has ever seen the show Community, the creator of More Oral is Starburns. <laughs> Another oldie, home movies. We don't oh. see, see that one out here um, a lot. Brendan Small, an ambitious eight-year-old filmmaker, shoots movies in his basement with his two friends while coming to terms with adolescent life and relationships. Oh, the animation was just so weird. It was crazy. It was beautiful, though. I love it. I love shoddy animation just because it just gives you that, like, I can do animation too feel. <laughs> Oh, especially with the coach who was voiced by H. John Benjamin, who is also Archer. Yes! Amazing! (laughs) This horrible storylines. It was so good, though, because it was so bad. (laughs) What I love about Adult Swim is, like, none of these shows are really good. They're just so bad, that's what makes them good. Like, they're all not good. (laughs) Like, they're horrible storylines. Like this next one. (laughs) (laughs) Super Jail. Oh, my God. Super Jail is something else. Oh, it's a surreal world. This is a large maximum security prison, which houses thousands of dangerous inmates. It's run by an eccentric warden and his equally oddball staff, like the main head of the guards, which is a 
transsexual that the warden she's, just keeps... She's amazing. I love her. I think it used it used to be a he, but yeah. <laughs> and it really shows, because the bulge is still there, and it still has a deep voice. It's ama- I love her. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful woman, John. I don't, I don't care what you say. <laughs> but I love how every episode opens up with that one criminal that always gets goes out and ends up like killing a hundred people or something, and here comes... He's about to yes. kill this other little with having to be like a small girl or something like that. And then it's also, oh, it's the giant robot that's going to come after him, taser him, <laughs> and then maybe stab him a couple of times and then carry him Where off. Where do they get all these prisoners? Like, how are they not all dead? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, it's an extra dimensional prison, so they come from all over the different dimensions. Oh, okay, and okay, if you have to, And if you ever watch the show, it's good with at least um, eating about four or five mushrooms. Who the fuck eats four or five mushrooms, John? The people that watch the show. That's a lot. That sounds yes. like a lot. <laughs> it, it makes the show funnier. Squidbillies! Oh, God. <laughs> it follows the adventures of Kyler's, an, an impoverished and dysfunctional family of squids, air-breathing <laughs> redneck squids, who live in a rural Appalachian community in the state of Georgia. 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 Oh, you say it funny. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. 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 <laughs> oh, but his hats. Every, every episode. Every episode is like, it's like totally different. I love it. I mean, this guy. Oh, the granny has a walker, but never touches the ground. But she is like the horn devil. She's a sex vixen, that girl. Like. Arnie, come on over here. Yeah. Hey, what about my tentacles around you here? Show you things where they go before. The last one, I mean, this show is the absolutely craziest show I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, God. Xavier Renegade Angel. Okay. Yeah, with the 1990s CGI. (laughs) It's absolutely terrifying, okay? So Xavier is a fawn-like wonder, a seeker, who is traveling across the land to find out the truth about his mysterious origin, facing rednecks, inflicting righteousness, and preaching about the strong silent types and morality. This hero has his work cut out for him. This show's outrageous. Like, it's incredibly weird. It has no plot point. Animation is terrifying. Yes. Uh, I think I watched it just because of how scared I was from watching it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've watched like a couple episodes. Like I, I can't take this. This is, a, and I'm someone that watches all of this that we talked about before in Venture Brothers. Like, oh, oh, no, no it's no, scary. No. It's it's terrifying. Oh, it hurts <laughs> my my visual my optic nerve just watching this horrible animation. I mean, we can't talk about all the great TV shows, but I mean, there's all the Tim and Eric shows, okay? Uh, Eric the Andre Show, Children's Hospital, Robot Chicken, American Dad, Family Guy, China, Illinois, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Uh, Adult Swim molded me into the weird adult law-abiding citizen I am today, okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> To all the Karens worried about their kids messing up in life, I'm fine. I have a new car. I have a house. Like, I have a great job. I have a degree. I'm still going to school. Like, let your kid watch Adult Swim. Let your kid be freaked out by shows like Xavier Renegade Angel. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Or or, or learn the uh, power constructs of... Brock Sampson and Venture Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
They're all clones. They all are. (laughs) (laughs) Now, as much as I love Adult Swim, let's go ahead and get into Game On. Game On! Now, for Game On, we have two video games that came out this week. One, Ooblets, okay? Ooblets is a farming creature collection uh, and town life game where you build up your farm, befriend townsfolk, grow Ooblets, and have dance-offs. Okay, so this is kind of interesting. What was that game that came on Switch that you're all obsessed with? <laughs> it's not like Animal Crossing, no. Uh, but it does have, like, Stardew Valley themes, kind of like with the farming, um... Typical farming, you tend the land, you plant seeds, whatever. Do that mostly for projects, um, quests given to you by villagers. A big part of it are these dance-offs. You use your ooblets that you collect and you do these dance-offs. And in these dance-offs, it is a card-based game where you have selective cards and you play them and whichever dance team wins, it's based on how well you play the cards. Okay, so it's like a mutant form of Pokemon. Got it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, look, it's all over the place. Okay, uh, this game has been in production since 2016. It's it's an adorable video game. One of our coworkers, Kay, she actually has been streaming this game for the past uh, couple days now. Uh, she's close with the makers of this game. You can follow her on Twitch at Dampy, which is D A M P H Y. She's a great gamer, and this game is, I mean, obnoxiously adorable. Another great game that came out was Paper Mario the Origami King. Everyone has been waiting for this game. Um, Paper Mario games are typically good playing ones, but I've heard some interesting things about it. Why don't you go ahead and read the description? Mario and Luigi receive an invitation from Princess Peach to attend an origami festival and excitedly hurry to Toad Town, but something's amiss. After investigating the eerily empty town, the duo find the fearsome and folded Princess Peach. She's been turned to origami by King Ollie, ruler of the Oregon Kingdom. With five giant streamers under his control, King Ollie binds Princess Peach's castle and transports it to a distant mountain as part of his plan to refold the world. On his journey to liberate Peach's castle and repair the ravaged paper landscape, Mario meets Olivia, King Ollie's sister, and the two join forces to put a stop to Ollie's origami onslaught. They have a thousand paper cuts there. Even Bowser falls victim to Ollie's plot when his minions are turned to origami folded soldiers and betray their Koopa King, forcing him to ally with Mario and Olivia. Battle the folded soldiers and ring-based battles that challenge you to strategically line up enemies to maximize damage. Out of battle, Mario can use the arm-extending thousand-fold arms ability to specific spots to interact with the landscape of the pool, peel, hit, and more. Join Mario, Olivia, and their companions on a journey of laughter and emotions, thrills, and a whole lot of folding. Now, compared to other Paper Mario games, I've heard this game is unexpectedly dark, and I love it. Of course you would. (laughs) I love dark video games, but there's certain... I'm not going to ruin it, it just came up, but there's certain points in the game where it just takes... You know, maybe just a little too dark turn. Maybe maybe just the right amount. So I'm quite interested in this. Uh, I would do, if I had a Switch, I probably I probably would. Just because I remember the original Paper Mario. Now, I believe this is either the third or fourth Paper Mario that's come out. I believe the fourth. Because we had original Paper Mario and then pa- Paper Mario Color uh, Splash or something. And then another one after that. And so this would be the fourth one. I think a lot about Nintendo. They really do it good when they're making their own games. 
And what I love about Paper Mario games is they love to incorporate pop culture references. So while playing this new video game, just watch out for it because they're adorable little pop culture references. But as much as I love this game, I love buying stuff as well. So let's go into Shut Up and Take My Money. Shut Up and Take My Money. Now, the first thing I found was on Etsy. There is a Nintendo NES controller inspired display shelf. Now, it's only 24 inches wide and four inches deep, so it does absolutely nothing but look gorgeous in your room. But this sucker is $150. $150. $150. I'm still amazed. $150 for something that's... Uh, $150. And how, how wide do you say this thing was? <laughs> It is 24 inches wide and four inches deep. So we can hold, you know, a couple pops. I was thinking that, but more on the line, most points, <laughs> since it's a Nintendo shelf, it's going to be full of Amiibo. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's made by U Solutions. Uh, it's it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful, beautiful shelf, but it, it can't hold anything. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's a wall piece. That's what it is. It, it honestly, that's all that it is. But you know what? I love it. And if you got money, if you got deep pockets, why don't you go ahead and buy it? Uh, another great thing that I'm looking forward to this week, SDCC exclusives. The con's not happening. So all the companies that invested all this money into their exclusives are just selling it on their websites this week. There's Mondo, Bottleneck, I mean, Mattel, Funko. I mean, those are just some of the big dogs that are doing this. Everyone is doing it next week. Oh, and I'm looking at some of these things. There's actually a statue of Stan Lee whenever he was part of his cameo. They have a lot of great exclusives coming out. Mondo, which I don't know, you should know by now. I love buying posters. I collect them. Mondo is not releasing what they're selling. Everything, they've made the pages, they've put them up, but they've blurred out all of their products that they're going to release. Uh, I'm looking at one of these things. It's like a little bobblehead. It's a bro Thor. There's going to be some amazing stuff this week, and I'm, I'm just so excited. I am too. It's just like, holy crap. Crap. Ooh, the Star Trek Excelsior teacup and saucer prop replica. Okay, I kind of got me at that one right there. <laughs> or how about a DeLorean keychain with the uh, time circuits? <laughs> so yeah, um, this is definitely, you're going to be losing a lot of money on this. Uh, let's go into Nani. Nani? Now, PSP is trending on why? Twitter. Why is it? Because it's amazing. That is why, okay? I have one of these. How is it trending? I love the PSP. I honestly have two of them. Oh. Uh, so today's fans honestly have just decided to come together on Twitter to remember the system and it, the greatest titles that it's made. They're also talking shit about the PlayStation Vita, which we all should. It was a letdown. Um, let's just be honest with that. Yeah. I love the PSP. I really did. Uh <sighs> It was before its time. I mean, web browser. I love the functionality it had with it, where if you had movies loaded up, like on the hard drive, you yes. could be anywhere mm -hmm. and link back to your place PS3 and watch the movies on your PSP. I mean, you can play games. You can watch movies. You can browse the internet. You can download music. You can listen to the radio. At one point, you can make phone calls with your PSP. I didn't get that update. It was so before... They updated it so you couldn't make phone calls with him. But 
I mean, it, it was just so cool. I mean, it had so many great titles and it did so well overseas. I mean, we have a fraction of the titles that they released over there that we can't play. Uh, I'm like super jealous about it. I would love if Sony brought back the PSV, honestly. <laughs> it's with the actual like ejector tray. Like they did in the first gen. Yes. The second one was just like, I mean, okay, you drop it in, close the back, and it might link up, might not. But at least with the other one, you click it, it's like, thunk, hey! Plus, actually, with the, plus with the UMDs they had on, they're really popular in Japan. Yes. They got a bunch of movies for this, that kind of thing. They do. Another crazy thing that happened this week, uh, a woman, allegedly, urinated in the middle of a Ryzen store after refusing to wear a mask. How is it allegedly? There's video. (laughs) I I don't know. Okay, so allegedly they use that just because she's not convicted of it yet. So you can't say for a fact she did or did not because there hasn't been a trial. (laughs) So she got, she was pissed, so she pissed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When police came, they confirmed uh, that they arrested this woman after discovering her vehicle contained stolen merchandise from nearby Dick's Sporting Goods. <laughs> I mean, this this chick was doing meth or something. Like, she went on, like, a shopping spree, okay, did a five-finger discount, went to Verizon, and then she pissed everywhere. I don't know what's going on she here. She was working her territory. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Like if you're if you're gonna steal something, don't go to the store next door and go. I'm gonna go pee in the corner. I mean, you would think wearing a mask during the coronavirus is a great way to steal stuff, but this lady's like, I'm not gonna wear a mask, and I'm gonna get caught on camera, and then I'm gonna go down the street and pee in a Verizon so the cops will know it's me. Why, D- ma'am? Why? DNA testing will be available. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh my god, like reading some of this stuff, like the dispatcher contacts the office with a shocking update. They're calling back and advising that the female is pulling down her pants and is now urinating inside the business. Granted, I'm not a big fan of Verizon either, but I'm not gonna just pee all over the place. <laughs> Only thing I can say is eh, California. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. You can find me anywhere at The Raging Erica. And you can find me everywhere at Dogfin Studios, or if I'm streaming, it's going to be other Mother Brain Gamer. You can email us at podcast at gamingtrend.com. And if you didn't know, or if you're not in it already, we have a public Discord. So go to our website, or just look in the description of this recording, and click on the link, and you can join in. Oh, the wonderful conversations we'll have. Lots of memes, guys. Everyone loves the oh, memes. yes. We are the meme kings. <laughs> We'll catch you next week.